for the first time ever here in the Drum and Drummer podcast. Did I ruin it? Rigo. Redo it now. Rigo. <laughs> Matthew Rigo. For the first time ever here in the Drum and Drummer podcast. Uh-oh. We have a shouty touty before it even starts. Whoa. 326 flashcards later. Hey. Shouty touty to Dalton Drum. Hey, you know what? I'm happy bro. to be here. Uh, guys, stop clapping. Stop clapping. Hey, can I say what it's for before you start fucking interrupting? Yeah, yeah. Congratulations, man. You passed your test. I did. You I passed are my in test. cybersecurity school. Uh, David, roll that fucking intro. <laughs> I'm drum. I'm drummer. <laughs> no, Matt. You can't wear a tuxedo and expect tuxedo penguins to be a delicacy. They're a separate type of animal, and we can't eat them. Welcome back, everybody. About this Week morning. 36. Week 36, guys. Three times 5, 15, plus 8. How did I do this to myself? 23, plus 6, 29, plus 4, 33 <laughs> plus 336. All right. And as always, we are your hosts. I'm Drum. And I'm Drummer. And here in the Drummer Drummer podcast, we're about the four S's in life. Satisfaction, seduction, <laughs> saliva, and satisfaction. There we go. All right. <laughs> we put two we satisfactions put, we, we in there? We had four S's last week. I we had, no, we, we had, had three, three S's. S's. Are we just going to add an S every and week? You, add, you wanted to add sex. I added sex in my S's. You Did. had sex in your asses? Ses- se- wow. Don't be talking about my asses. Don't be talking about my asses. <laughs> Dalton, right. you're the top of your class, man. Bro, dude, not only... Hold on. I'm going to brag about my younger brother here because I'm very, very fucking proud of him. Not only did he bust his ass, I've never seen him study like this before. I've never studied like he that made, ever. <laughs> he made 326 flashcards. Yes. Probably more, but that's Probably the number more. we're going with. Uh-huh. But he only missed one question on the entire test. And he yeah. was the top of his class. Even even did better than that one guy. What's his name? Fernando. Fernando, who knows everything. Shouty Tati. Shouty Tati. Fernando. <laughs> no, he's a cool guy. He just already knows everything, which is like Well, clearly he doesn't know it all. Well, he made it he made it through, so oh, he's well. gonna be my classmate for the next nine months. Hey, shouty tati to Fernando. But Fernando's a dope dude. He seems like he just just knows a lot. Makes me jealous. Hate but, people like that. Yeah. How many people made it through? Nine out, out of, of Around thirty. So you're in the top twenty three percent. Top twenty. How do you do that so he's, fast? He's the top one percent because he got the top. Score. Oh, you're right. You're right. I I'm wrong. Yeah, I was surprised when the advisor told me that I was like I got the best score and that I uh, that I was going through. I could I almost cried just because I was like, whoa, like this actually worked. Like yeah. studying works. Like me actually applying myself applying myself <laughs> into, a, into something is like actually working. That's the first time I've ever felt that in my whole life. Like, even throughout high school, school, everything, I half-assed it. Yeah. C's got degrees. Yeah. Know. So, so do you? Did you? Did you like crush any like self-limiting beliefs that you had like during all of this? Like, did you? What? What helped you be able to be like? I'm gonna go all in. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna give it everything I got, and just, you know, like, what was your mindset? 
what was different now than then well, when you were I in think, college? I think that the biggest difference is one knowing that okay, this is something I'm actually interested in. After the first class, that's that when made I such a difference, right? After after my first oh yeah, huge difference. After my first class, I realized I was like, okay, I kind of actually like this. Like I didn't know if I was gonna love it. I was like, it's only five hundred bucks for the first month. Let me just see if I can get into it. And I just like I fell in love with it. And I was yeah. like, okay, this is kind of fucking dope. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I should this is a lot of lingo that I don't understand. I should just make flashcards to understand what they're saying. Because okay. the biggest thing for me is it's like learning a new language. Like everything you know, like who the fuck knows what a node is, you know what I mean? Or who yeah. knows what like, like an ARP or like just little, little like random words that you just don't think about. Mitch, but you know. No, Mitch probably knows yeah. it, yeah. But like we don't, you know, like yeah. I didn't. Average people. Yeah. So um, I just wanted to make sure I knew the lingo. Like I wasn't expecting, I didn't know how intensive it was. And it wasn't that bad once I got a system of being like, okay, I write all the words in, that my teacher says that I don't understand, and I look them up at the end of class. So I look them at the end of class, I make them as definitions, I put them on a, on a card. And so every week I would have like 50 to like another 50 a class for like the first three weeks was a lot. But I, I made sure I studied all that before the next week. So I think a lot of time management came into it. And plus I had a moment where I was like, you know what, Dalton, like this is like, this is your chance. Like you, you, you don't know if you want to go to school, like figure out something. And this popped up. And I was like, you know what? Like, I see somebody else that I looked up to, you know, going through the classes. And I was like, he's doing great. And I think he's one of, like, the coolest people I've ever met. He really is. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Due to him, like, I'll, I'm going to give it a sh- give it a chance because I think it's so cool to know something that not really a lot of people know. To have that, to have that knowledge of being like, okay, but I could literally find out all your passwords and your credit card information in about five minutes. Is it terrifying how easy it was? Oh, bro, it freaks me out. Like, I'm scared to go on the internet sometimes. <laughs> like, it really, I honestly am. Like, it, there's, it's ridiculous how bad it is right now. Like, after your first week or so, like, I, I get, I correct me if I'm wrong, um, but I would come home after Dalton's classes and they would teach him, like, a hack of the day yeah, they, or something we, like we that. Had a, right? We had a hack a day. And so I remember you taking your first class. And for our listeners out there, like our gym is like a huge support system for mm-hmm. us. You know, for, for family, man. There, like, like it, it's a very big support system. Yeah. So when Dalton was doing this, everybody's on board. Mm-hmm. Everybody's behind Dalton. You know, we're, we're all trucking forward in, in this aspect of Dalton's life. And so I went in and uh, JP and Heather asked how your first class went. I was like, oh, it's crazy. Like he uh, he knows how to hack and like find all our Wi-Fi passwords. <laughs> and then Heather goes, already? I'm all, yeah. She's like. I mean this in the nicest way possible, but like after one class, Dalton can already do that. And I'm like, I know. I was like, that's terrifying yeah, like, yeah. How, how easy it is. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's crazy. And then Dalton took me on the dark web. Yeah. He yeah. Took me was, and Monique. That's it's insane. Bro, man. it's scary. I, but here's what is it like a gondola ride? <laughs> You're like music playing. Da, 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 you know, it would be a lot creepier if there was actual music that I just got on there, but it's actually not super intensive. Like, it's super easy to get on the dark web. You just got to be careful about it because you get on the dark web on Google, but you want to use a lot of private browsers. So you use something like just, Tor. Do you Google dark web? Uh, you can Google. Yeah, you Google dark web and and uh, basically it'll take you to this to this uh, like these Google sites. But don't ever don't don't, don't do this on Google. <laughs> do not Google do this on Google. Web. You will get hacked almost <laughs> immediately. Do not do this on Google. Go on the Tor browser. 
please. Don't tell them how to do it. All right, it's easy. You go on Tor browser, T O R browser, and it's gonna everything's gonna end in dot onion instead of dot com, and it's gonna hide your IP address. Why onion? I don't know. It has a lot of layers. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just don't ever do this on Google. But you can search up search like dark web uh, links, and yeah. you could. Look at all these links, and it has like Hitman links. It has, you know, um, I saw this one called uh, Baby Cannibal, and we yeah. we tried clicking on it, but Matthew at that point was already freaked out, no. so he started walking around bitching. She got and me and Moni got into she it. She got real way too. Quick. Oh yeah, yeah, it's it's super intense. It's, it, so we went on this like random uh, like chat site, right? And so mm-hmm. it pairs two anonymous people up, and the first one like. The guy, like, the second message. Yeah. I said, hi, what's your name? And he answers with... His full name. Yeah, his full name. And then he goes, do you know uh, painless suicide? And, like, that's, like, a big deal, like, for me. Like, that's, like, something I, like, I just, like, what the fuck? Like, no. No vibe with it, yeah. Yeah, so I I told Ozzy, yo, get the fuck out of here, dude. Like, I can't. I can't handle this. Like, so after that, I was kind of turned off. I was still very interested. Like, it's one of those things where, like, you're watching a, like... You're kind of like looking over somebody's shoulder and I, I wanted to see what was going on. But if it was like just going to be stuff like that the whole time, yeah. man, like I, I mean, it's amazing how many, how many things I learned, you know, like it's, and it's, it, the thing is, is like, these are all hacks that you can easily search on Google. The thing is people don't take the time to do it. Well, also too, like, I feel like people think it's incredibly, it's not. Is that it's so easy to find out like everything about anything to hack on so now i just have a like certain sites that i go to to learn how to do offensive hacking but it was probably the coolest thing to like just know something and being like okay like going to find your wi-fi password for this for our internet right now i could do that in like two seconds i mean you you can't though I, if it's if it's mac you can't do it well i just don't and i know mac is, is a lot like linux but we only learned that hack on the on the on windows but I know there's a way to do it on Linux. I just didn't. I haven't looked. And Linux and Mac are very similar in the way they use their their um. What is it called? Um, I I would call it command prompts, pretty much. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. It's crazy. Su- super super fucking proud of you. Super grateful. I have a, a great great support system for sure. I felt I, I felt really cool when uh, Matthew FaceTiming and everybody from CrossFit was just all like cheering me on. I was like, that's cool. Made me cheer up a little bit, but I did that after. As I didn't want to be like a little baby, a little pussy. And then you had a celebration for it today. And then we celebrated, celebrated and we had Trulies and worked out. I, I love everybody, man. Yeah. They're, they're all truly, truly a huge part of my life and a great family for me. So I couldn't be more thankful for Hell sure. Yeah. And uh, speaking of families, bro, we had quite the wild weekend. We got so trashy drunk. You want, you want to give a shouty toddy real quick? Shouty toddy to Colobo6969. Hey. And Aubrey motherfucking Rosa. <laughs> <laughs> so we went down to Fallbrook, which is right past Temecula, right before San Diego area. Yeah. And we got to hang out with our cousin Aubrey. And uh, we took down her, We or her brother met us down there, Caleb, who's our cousin. We yeah. heard stories about him on this podcast. And we just got to like hang out and drink. and Yeah, it got... More rowdy than I think oh, we were bro, expecting. I, yo, the tipping point was when Aubrey brought out her emergency. Oh, alcohol. man. Fuck. That, those Tito's, man. Yeah. So we uh, we got down there and we bought some Truly, some White Claws. And it was... Okay, I don't know about you, but... So we got there. We got some food. Yeah. 
went back and just started just, you know, drinking some, having a good time, you know, just like talking, catching up, playing Never Have I Ever, which I kept losing at and Dalton I mean, kept with, losing at. The thing is, like, we've grown up with them so much that it's, it is so weird. It's, it's still weird for me even to see, like, Bubba drink, but, like, it's so weird, like, when I, when I'm drinking with them and I'm like, man, like, we used to, like, sip on, like, bottles together, like, just, you know. It's weird for you? It's, I, I, it's hard because with Caleb, we play video games every day. Like, we we grew up together. And, like, we, I saw him as a, a wee little lad and he grew up. You know what I mean? And Aubrey grew up with me. Yeah. You know? And, like, it's, it's, it was probably one of the funnest nights I've oh, had. Oh, dude, it was, it was so much fun. And it's, uh, it was, like, it's just cool just to be, like, okay you guys we can drink together yeah like, and that's and that's a part of our life right now like we just we enjoy drinking and we enjoy you know talking to people no but it like we it was just like wholesome fun it like was, it, it really was, was i the way i described it because i was telling monique about it because uh monique has that type of relationship with all of her cousins you uh-huh. know so she told me she's like so how was it i was like honestly you know when you're little and your parents go to bed and then there's those hours from like midnight till four in the morning where anything could happen and nobody knows about it like that's exactly like it literally just felt like aunt vicky and uncle alex went to bed in their condo yeah and they shut the door (laughs) and then it was like all of us just sat up and looked at each other like we're gonna get into some random shit and just like we just had fun like i honestly i think i had more deep conversations with aubrey and caleb both that same night than i ever had before in my life like it was so much fun it was very much like okay, like of course we've been close as cousins, but let's let's get to know each other on a more realistic level, you yeah, know. It was so much fun, bro. And, and then uh, we so at one point in the night we're all hanging out, having a good time, and then Caleb goes, Matthew, Matthew, Matthew. I'm like, what? <laughs> and he's all, let's go for a walk. <laughs> oh, he was so enthusiastic. Yeah, he, he was, was like, all about walk. Let's go for a freaking walk, dude. <laughs> I just want a freaking walk right now. And so. So uh, we're staying at our older cousin's Lexi's house, who is possibly the baby's born by now. Who possibly knows? having I mean, to buy it. By the time this comes out, having to buy it, but she's <laughs> about to burst. And so she, they live on a golf course. So I told Dalton and Caleb and Aubrey, I'm like, all right, let's go for a walk. So we go out and we and start. Me, me and Caleb are vibing hard you right and, now. You and Caleb are belligerent. Me and Caleb and were having a great time, dude, not really giving a shit. Aubrey and Matthew were having their sentimental conversations, but me and Caleb were like, look, let's climb some posts. So Let's see what we can do so, around this golf course. So we're walking down the street, right? And we see, like, the pool. So all of a sudden, I look over, <laughs> and Dalton's trying, like, it's not a chain link fence. It's one of those, like, fences that has the bars that bend over at the very, very top with, like, the sharp edges. And I see Dalton trying to scale it, like, I could do a muscle up on this. And Oh, but the best part's Caleb, though. And so then, so then he does that, and then we're walking by, and then I see this little gap at the bottom. And I go, hey, Caleb. And he's like, yeah, Matthew. And I'm like, hey, bro, you could slide underneath there. He's like, no, I can't. I'm like, yeah, go try it. <laughs> so he goes. He starts putting his feet underneath. And he gets stuck. He's like, shimming down. He's like he trying to shimmy his way through it. And he's like, Matthew, I'm too big. I'm like, oh, bro, you got to go like head first. He was really trying. And we, so he we, he we was like, like adamant. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh my gosh, he's going to get stuck. Was amazing. I, this is going to be embarrassing. Anyways, so he doesn't make it into the pool area. We walk down to the golf course. We get onto the green and we just lay down, and w- the stars were just beautiful. Yeah, there's not. It's not like a. It's not like a city. So it's. It's like on the out. Like the closest grocery store is 15 minutes yeah. away. You know, so it's like very secluded. Yeah, and it was beautiful, man. And honestly, me and Kel were super drunk, 
and we were looking up at the stars and we we're like wow and this is amazing because it's like you know how when you lay down everything keeps moving so nana looked like the stars are moving and me and caleb were freaking living our best life i also saw a shooting star you saw a shooting star i did i said it you you literally responded and you were talking to me about it Probably didn't see you it. asked me where and i said it's gone and you were upset that makes sense but then dalton's sitting there and he has this like existential crisis and he's all man do you ever think about like how small we actually are and then Aubrey- Wait, hold on. i just want to talk about this aubrey moment <laughs> aubrey doesn't want to lay down she refuses but she's, she's gonna get dirty she's blasting country music and trying to take a video on her phone and she's wop and she can't like stand up straight so she's walking to the side and she's kind of taking videos of us but she's like practically fucking falling the whole time it's hilarious so we're there for a while you know hanging out talking or whatever and then i'm like all right guys let's go and dalton kept like no 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 let's stay let's stay i'm like no no no, let's go get up let's go we're going back the second we get off yeah. of the green the fucking sprinklers turn on for the entire oh, golf man. course can you imagine how bad that oh that would have been hilarious yeah oh, fuck but i think one of the funnest parts was we get back to the place, the condo, and Matt and Aubrey, oh, me and I think Caleb and Aubrey were going to do a beer bong. So we prepped our beer bong. I held it up for them. Matthew switched <laughs> with me because Aubrey, <laughs> Aubrey was trying to do a beer bong with Caleb, and they started it, but Aubrey didn't realize how like how fast much? it shoots. Yeah. So she turned it off and went and spit. All her white, I think it was white claw. All yeah. her white claw on right on Matthew's leg and all over his sock. Literally, dude, my sock was drenched. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell, Aubrey? I, like, I can't drink it, Matthew. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's okay, that's okay. She's like, just give me your socks. I'll do laundry. <laughs> and Caleb's like, fine, I'll do it. And like, starts drinking the other side of it. <laughs> oh man, dude, so much fun. So much. So um, such a good. Family time. Caleb loves Timmy Turner. Oh Timmy, my god! Timmy, Timmy, Timmy. Caleb, look at me go. Timmy, Timmy, Timmy Turner. He like wanted this like specific song to play, and it brought out like a different side of him. He started trying to. We ended the night playing Mario Kart by watching people play Mario Kart online. Aubrey was knocked out. I guess she fell asleep, and she fell asleep on my stomach. And then I realized I was like, oh, she's not just laying down; like she's asleep. She knocked out for thirty minutes. And I didn't realize I could sit down for that that long, but I was drunk, so I didn't know what I was doing. So we were watching Birio Kart. She is knocked out. She wakes up. And she's just ready. She's ready she to rallied, go again. bro. I'm like, no. <laughs> All of us are tired. We're, we're like, tired. what the hell? The nights are going down, you know what I mean? And she was ready to go, but so much fun. So, so you, much fun. So your Birio Kart worked in that you watched people play Mario Kart. Yeah. And you had to finish your drinks before they finished the race. Not necessarily. Okay, so maybe maybe beer cart's the wrong title yeah. for it. So we so I have friends and we play this game where we go on YouTube and we type in marble racing. And it is a sport that some it's a channel that somebody I mean, I guess we could call it a sport. It was on ESPN a couple weeks ago. The Ocho. And so basically they make these marble courses. And he, this guy races all these marbles. All of these marbles have names. There's a Wikipedia page. They have statistics, backgrounds, everything. So the drinking game is you all pick a marble at the very beginning of the race. Ugh. And you don't have to stay with the same one because there's like series, right? So they'll go through like four or five you different You cannot be very drunk doing this. And you you pick a marble, right? It's really interesting. It's, you know, it is. It's oh. super crazy. Like it's super cool. But – you get lost and you don't remember uh-huh. what color you oh, have. Oh, yeah, when you're drunk. Yeah, yeah. you so, just can't remember so, anything. So, so the way the game works is you pick a marble 
and you try and follow it as best as you can. Yeah. Anytime your marble goes off screen, you drink. If your marble goes completely off course, you finish your drink. If your marble wins, you don't drink. If you get second or third, second, you drink. Third, you like finish your drink or whatever, right? So it's kind of like really there's no winning in this game. It's, it's just kind of like yeah, we're yeah. just at this point we're getting drunk. So uh, so we took that concept. We moved it to Mario Kart. It's where a lot easier to remember, remember like Toad or Yoshi than to remember sharpness yellow bright yeah it's like it's like a weird i got color. the sunburst one yeah uh so we watched mario kart we all just picked a player and yeah. then anytime with depending on what position that person came yeah, in you, you would have to you finish your drink finish or whatever drink. so uh but yeah a lot of fun a lot of fun surprisingly felt good the next day how about you yeah i was fine yeah was fine. i was fine i woke up a little queasy but after aubrey and i got breakfast and it was fine don they sent you the other day well you said you were having trouble sleeping Yes. So I, I oh suggested that you try uh, some Tai Chi. I was supposed to do that. So you still haven't tried it. I haven't it. done it. And I, I it's, it literally, it's in my head every day. Like, I'm not joking with you. Like, I do want to do it, but I can't picture myself doing it at night. Why? Because to me, that seems like a beautiful start to the day. Like, that's like, like you know, my like meditation. And we stuff. have the perfect backyard for it. You really do, we like do. underneath we the do. tree, like honestly, like nobody, nobody around here except for Eduardo, our neighbor, is up at like five with me. But like nobody around here Eduardo's is Eduardo's the shit, man. He, I like that guy. I like that guy. Um, yeah, dude, dude in the backyard, that'd be sick. I gotta try it, but I picture it more as a morning thing for me because I, I don't know for some reason, like even meditation, like I, it just seems like a really good start to your day. It's amazing. It's amazing the type of clarity and like just the feeling of just okay, we're at this level now. We can move forward. You know what I mean? I think it works either way because it clears your mind. I think for the morning, it clears your mind. It gives you like a meditative yes. sense. Yeah. And when you're going to sleep, it's a it's a it's an extreme form of breath control. Uh-huh. I think that's what does it because when I do it, you know, you're breathing in and out for however long. You're doing these movements, which feel, like feel an avatar. these feel insane. They feel really? like a waterbender. Yeah. When you're doing like the step and push. You can feel like the energy of the water coming through your arms and your oh, hands. Oh, okay, that gave me chills. I want to try that shit now. But yeah. you, you really just have to let it go and just focus on your breathing as you. I think doing that's the, the best part is really trying to focus on like literally just your body. That's all it is. And it's just your energy moving through you. And I'm like, it gives me chills when I think about it because there's like when you meditate, you want you want to focus on this one dot in front of you when you're in your head and you just keep focusing and next thing you know like your body just isn't moving anymore it's you don't have to focus on it your breathing's good you just keep breathing in and out your stomach you know and then you're like able to just feel the vibrations and feel what your body can do you know what i mean it's ridiculous i love that shit so much it's 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 a game changer yeah, I got to try the Tai Chi, though. I think the upside is that you also feel like a waterbender. Yes. Because waterbending sure. was based on That's that. That's probably the best part about it. I won't lie. I won't doubt it. I don't think Matt would be she a waterbender, though. She needs to go do something. Hell no. What, what I would you? be a firebender. If we're getting to this shit. Right You'd be now. a firebender? Oh, for sure. I. What do you think I would be? I'm curious. I think you'd be an earthbender. Really? Yeah. I'd say Matthew would be an airbender. I think sure. he's grounded. I See, I feel like I'm more of an airbender, though. Why? I Matt just, can't make a decision, so he just flies. <laughs> I, I I don't know who I want to kill. I'm gonna leave. <laughs> um, no, I could I I could see either or. I mean, I don't know. I feel like if you really look into either of them, but I feel like Airbender more 
just because when it comes to like the spiritual sides side of things i tend to like lean towards that a lot like meditation i've been meditating for a long time and like something that i've been looking to pick up recently is yoga and like i'm very interested in how we store our emotions in our body Mm -hmm. so for instance like if we have chronically tight hamstrings or we have chronically like my hips are always super tight and it's gotten to the point to where like you know i've i've been pretty good like i've been stretching them for a while and i have um you know we we all have a friend here uh who's a yoga instructor stretchy with miss chelsea shouty touty stretchy with miss chelsea uh, so our friend Chelsea, she is a yoga instructor, and so she will, she leads these classes on our gym's Instagram live, especially during quarantine, which is, you know, yoga. And a lot of times you'll hear her talk about how important the breath is. And as you breathe, like, you get deeper into these stretches. And there's a certain point for me where I can feel myself where it's like I stretch this muscle out. I know this muscle is, like, relaxed. But the second I leave, it gets really, really tight again. And like you'll hear people say that they've been stretching, you know, they stretch muscles for hours and hours at night, but it's just it never gets relaxed. And I think that it's because we tend to store emotions in our body. Like think about when you like you get tense, right? You go from belly breathing to like chest breathing. You know, it gets way more like shallow. And so I I, I think of it as like um when we go through like super grindy workouts i'll get super emotional like not because like i'm like oh it's not ending but just because it's like you 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 feel everything yeah and and there's a state of like i know i have to lift this this isn't the problem but your mind starts to like okay just do the movement but what else do you need to like what's going on and so then you start figuring stuff out and you start thinking about what you got to fix and how you got to how you got to fix things (laughs) what do you want and so that's i think that's where i went with it is like on like when i whenever i'm going through like a a lot of shit and i and i do like a heavy like grindy workout usually on saturday sessions i'll just i'll like have moments where like i'm tearing up or crying because it's just letting shit out it's a beautiful way to do it see i would think you storing emotions in your body lends to you being an earthbender because earthbender is so grounded in their body that it connects in that way. And I get that you're trying to say like, but I just, and even besides the spiritual side, I feel like I'm way more fluid than earthbenders. Earthbenders are very like rigid, like, yeah, like very rigid in their movements. And that's not me at all. I'm a very fluid person. Like anytime I have to do like anything that's very rigid, I have a very hard time. My body has a hard time understanding how to do that. But anytime I have to like weave or flow, like it just comes way more naturally to me. Mm -hmm. That's, that's my main reason why. But I always, really appreciated like the spiritual aspect that airbenders brought into everything but at the same time like i recently have been more like i love mother nature and like this earth and like how can i build it up even though recently me and crouton have been having a rough rough go crouton is the plant that i bought and he's just i don't know i don't know man he's he's struggling over there so it's okay he'll he'll make it he'll make it he'll survive that's compared to you who thinks you're a firebender yeah. Because you're a fucking savage. No, 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 no. You, guys you spit fire all over that fucking cyber test. <laughs> you guys, think, <laughs> you guys think because when you guys think of the firebending, you think of the Fire Nation. But I'm thinking of the Sun Warriors. Oh, those guys. The dance of the, is that the dance of the dragon? Dude, that's dance such a beautiful dragon. Scene. It's it's 
beautiful. First, first of all, one of the best episodes. I if you think. haven't seen Avatar in the first place, yeah. If you've ever seen Avatar: Last Airbender, like not the movie, the series on Netflix. That's how you Mooney brought that up. What, bro? Don't do this to me. Right? Did hey. she? Did she talk about how much she liked it? No, 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 no. Mooney get out. We're talking. Wow, you're mad about it, bro. <laughs> she looks at me and she goes, "Oh my oh, god, no. that guy Ong," and I looked at her. Uh! <laughs> I was like. Monique Elizabeth Lazaro. <laughs> She's oh. like, what? And I'm like, don't ever, ever, ever say it like that again. If you guys want to know why we do the ever when Matthew was coming out of high school <laughs> and he thought he was all big shot, he would look at me and I would do something stupid. And he'd go, hey, this this would be completely serious. Like he would not be joking. He was a little dipshit back then. He would look at you and go, don't you ever do that again <laughs> and it it was the most least intimidating thing in the world and i would totally do it again so just so you guys know where that's and from what happened after that i'd fuck you up you're my little oh, bitch shut up what was uh, monique for you saying ong yeah no that's a side tangent we, we will probably take that out but that is frustrating let's not take that out <laughs> monique, monique needs to know hey but to the, not it, pronounce it, that it wrong. was here and then Dal- like, i'm telling Dalton, she's all no that was funny that was funny but um so like let me ask you this so in terms of like you know when you were looking into like how to meditate and stuff like that did you ever look at any monks or like do any like research into all of that what got me really interested to be honest was the stories and i just re- watched more of this today it was about these monks that would basically start this diet 4 to 5 years before they wanted to be mummified but they wanted to be mum- mummified through uh, meditation so what they would do and it's crazy so they would go on a certain diet for 3 years and they would only be vegetarian the, then the year after, they would only eat like these certain types of like chips or something like that, like these weird little fruits and vegetables and whatever. And then the year after, they would only eat like bark and stuff like that, and like potatoes or something, like something weird. And then for the year after that, they would meditate, but they would put themselves in a cave and they would close the cave. Right? They'd be it just it would just be them in this cave and they would just breathe. And they meditate, and every day they had to ring a bell. And once they rang the bell, it was letting them know, hey, guys, I'm still alive. But the minute they stopped ringing the bell was the minute they were, they were like, dead, pretty much, or they were considered dead. And then the people would take them out, and if you were completely mummified, that means, okay, we're going to show you. But there's a lot of, most times where they just end up in bones, you know, their body doesn't go the way they sh- it should. But there's a type of diet along with it of being like, you have to eat like this for a certain amount of years. And then it's going to help you be mummified and be close to the earth. It's crazy, crazy. So that I was like, that's really dope. And there's also a story of this guy that is literally is mummified and meditates. And he's still technically alive. After a certain, like a crazy amount of years, he's still kind of alive. Really? Which blows my mind. And he's like, completely mummified. Like his heart is still beating or? How would you, I mean, have you seen it? Have you ever, ever seen that? No, it's crazy. I, I, I don't know how to explain it, but there's, there's readings on his body that say that he's still alive that's interesting and he's still meditating so that that makes me makes me think like the human aura Uh uh-huh right is that something that we can enhance she sounds russian she's so cute that's just my accent i was also a nazi baby bird at one point so you were a nazi baby bird you remember that what are you my mother
let's take it a step back. Okay. And bring it into one of our oldest segment. Is it canon, bro? And let's even ask if it's canon. Is it is it canon? Oh, I I will answer this right away. I fully believe that finding a meditative state and knowing that you are one with like the energy around you is totally canon. Oh. I think it's ridiculous how much you can feel that shit. So let's define it. What is the human aura, I guess, compared to the closest thing I can think of it is the human spirit. Okay, so there's a test you can do. There's a test. Okay, what is if it? You can see I do it right now? If you want to see someone's aura, yeah, you could. I don't know if we have a white door. But oh, you have to like not focus so, on them, right? So, a white yeah, door? So, so you know how when you look at somebody, but you're not looking at them, you're just like kind of just dead stare? Yours is so, blue. Okay, shut up. So I'm, well, I'm being serious. <laughs> blue <laughs> just, for just so you know. For extravagant. But there's, there's a test. So if you guys are at home, you guys can do this with like your friends, family, whatever. I don't give a fuck. So take one person. Put them in front of a white door or a white wall, anything white behind them, and just do kind of like a weird stare where you're like you just you're staring at them, but you're not exactly looking at them, and you'll start to get a color that comes out around them, and that's called their aura. So whatever color that aura is, you can type that in on Google, and it will tell you what that aura is. But that's a little test you guys can try out. It's actually really cool, and it, it works for most of us. So give it a shot. I, I'm pulling up the meanings of these auras. Okay, so Dalton's was blue. So there are six aura colors, green, blue, or indigo, violet, red, orange, or yellow. These sound like mood rings. Kind of. They could be considered mood rings, yeah. So I said Dalton's is blue, and I'm saying that because our shutters in our house are white, and he's sitting in front of them, so I believe I can see it. Uh, so You got to believe, guys. That's part of the rules. Blue <laughs> is peace, love, honesty, kindness, truth inner peace, emotional depth, and devotion. Amen. And that's that's a lot of stuff that I've been really focusing you, on. Uh-huh. A lot of stuff I've been really focusing on. So. And David's weirdly staring at my side. I can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> it, ta- it's, it takes a moment. You got to be super patient because some people are just like try to rush it. But you really got to like take your time and look. Okay, but but so do you do you think that like the human aura is something that you can learn to like enhance? You know, like do you think that certain like the human aura is the reason that certain people are attracted to each other? Like your guys is like where'd you get this idea? So the reason why I thought okay, Did someone well, asked you about your your uh, Virgo your what's it called? Not Virgo. What's the fucking star? My stuff? sign. Yeah, your sign. No, uh, it's an Aries for anybody that wants to know. Uh, but no. So, Great rapper. <laughs> he is. He so is. the reason that I brought this up is because I watched this anime called Hunter x Hunter. And in it, they enhance their human aura and they use it as a weapon. So they Anime use it. can teach us so much. Oh, no, it's but, ridiculous. Okay, but, but if you think about it, anime, I might mention Rachel are going to murder me, but like it, it like stems from Japan, right? And Japanese were samurai. And they were very grounded in these certain practices of meditation and Buddhism. So it tends to that that thinking leaks into these different, you know, newer ways of entertainment, right? Yes, yes, yes. So human aura is something you see a lot. And Hunter x Hunter, like, that's, like, what it's about, you know, because you can enhance your human aura to protect you and it becomes a weapon and you can do all these different things with it. And there's different, like categories that you fall into and stuff like that right so that got me thinking like okay because you'll see somebody walk in and 
into a room in the in the the show and people will automatically know that that person's there mm-hmm. but you have people that are like that where you'll be sitting down and you'll just for whatever reason you'll feel something and you'll look to the door and it's just somebody walking in why is that the way i think of it is like exactly how matt said it is like they bring in a like they bring in a uh they I say, light up I say a room a lot. they bring in a vibe yeah the vibe whether it's good or bad exactly yeah like you, you recognize that vibe or that aura, right? Yes. Because like th- there are certain people that you meet in your life where you just feel strongly connected to, and you don't know why. Even if you've never really talked to each other before, you just feel strongly intertwined with them, and like they get you. What is that? I would argue that it's your auras just are extremely like compatible, or you guys are in the same part in life, or the same reason why. Why is it that you have friends that you're really close to at one point in life, and then you're not anymore? Because they you went know? from blue to yellow. Probably. Yeah. Like, I guess some point. At, at what point does the human aura actually play a role into it? I'm sure it plays a lot more of a role than people expect it to. And so, so now the question becomes: Can we enhance it? Can we use it to our advantage? Can we learn to truly control it? And I think it all stems from where you were at in life, like you said. I think everybody has a point where they want to really work on themselves, be the best person they can be. I know, like, for the people I surround myself with, it's a lot of improving yourself, where you're at, how, where you're going to be tomorrow. Like, you're going to be better. Like, I think with you guys, we, we're all in the same mindset where it's always self-improvement, self-improvement, new things to try, always trying to figure out how to be the best us we can be. I think that's what really inspires me to, to be where I'm at right now, which is just keep going, just keep going. You know what I mean? And I think that's, that's a vibe that I think we let off. And I think that's a vibe that people that, you know, that I surround myself with let off is they always want to move forward. And so I think that's like, I don't know what aura that would be, but I think that's more of like just an energy and it's addictive. It's crazy. It's crazy how much that can affect you. So I think that's just an energy that just people can just really work off of in general. That show really put into light a lot of things that I've always felt, you know, like I, I love that TV shows can influence things. I fucking love that. Yeah, dude. That, I mean, that makes me that makes me love and want to make shit. That's what it is. It's just it's crazy that it can influence you like that. Oh, dude, a thousand percent. Because like a lot of the things on or mo- almost all of the things on television shows or anything, it's based off of some factor in real life. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, can you control your human aura to like, you know, let the room know that you're there without you even doing a damn thing. Like, can you, I don't know. And I know there's, there's also things as in like you, you demand respect. Like you just, you walk in the room and you just, you do these things and you demand it. You know what I mean? Like how you look at somebody, you know, you, you want to be the alpha. You know what I mean? I, I don't, I don't really like that shit too much. I don't vibe with the alpha thing. The alpha stand, like, you have to stand like this or when you're sitting down on a chair, you got to sit like this so people know that you're not scared. I think that's all bullshit. I think if you're just a good person, they'll respect that. I don't, I don't, I never vibe well with that. I don't know. There's yeah. some people that I've met have been like that. I'm like, yo, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> don't talk to me. They, have, they like act as an alpha or yeah, something they, like that. They, they use that as a, like a legitimate lifestyle that they want to live. And it's like, that's not going to bring friendship man. that's not going to put real people in your life. To, to me do you think you there's know? a difference between someone who's acting who lives by that alpha lifestyle and maybe just 
has an alpha personality. Do you really have? Does everybody really come out as an alpha personality, though? My sister is one of them. Which one? Emily. Emily. Emily's an alpha? Yes. Emily just seems like a cool person to me. But so she's in an apartment. There's five of them there. And I guess before she moved in, the four of them had like a leader of some some sort, like an alpha of some sort that kind of just like led the apartment. When she came in, she clashed with this girl and the rest of them all liked her more. Yeah. So and she'll say like, but we're both alphas. And that's so that's why we fight a lot. But I don't think that's something that she practices in her lifestyle i think that's just something she's I think, accepted I think about that's herself different. i think that's how she's been grown how she was taught to like live you know I, I given emily and natalie are both like they're both very strong women you know what i mean and they live that Not way. natalie she couldn't even bench 90 pounds today. <laughs> shut up, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying they're both very strong women and strong willed and that's a beautiful thing but also i'm talking about people that you know didn't live that way but don't have it don't have it naturally you know what I mean? Like you, you see people and they try, they try so hard. And that's a part where it comes off as like, you're not an alpha, bro. Like, I don't know what the fuck that means in the first place, but you're not that. And it just comes off more of a douchebag than being like, I'm just a person. And but, I don't like you disrespecting me like that. No, but I also think that like the term alpha and beta or simp, if you simp. will, oh. uh, <laughs> uh if you haven't listened to last week's podcast, go listen to that. It'll make it was, more sense. It was in the week last last or week. Two weeks podcast. ago. It was in um, maybe three weeks ago. I don't know. The I, I I think the idea of alpha has changed, right? Because I think if you look at like you know like our pops, like like his era, right? Like that generation, like an alpha was like, oh, you look at me wrong, and then we're gonna go outside and duke it out, and then you go fight, right? Like that was just like that era, and I feel like that's there are people that. That, that's what they think alpha is but also too like i've always said like my definition of like what makes a man it's not the person that comes in and is a fucking asshole and demands respect like you're gonna fucking respect me or we're gonna go outside and fight like yeah. i feel like that's archaic yeah you know like i think a man is like whoever he needs to be for the betterment of the people around him you know and that thought in and of itself at one time was re- would be considered like Oh, you're just a beta. You're not an alpha. And you're a bitch. You know, and and so it's like I I it's like I just think that like these definitions of what these things mean tend to change, but in like the old terms of like this is black and white, you're alpha or you're beta. Like I think we tend to like fall in between. Yeah. Like you can go in and out. Like there's percentages, you know, mm-hmm. like you're 25% this, 20 75% that. Like it's just hard. People are hardwired a certain way. And that's just how they're naturally going to go about life. Yeah. Some people are more abrasive. Some people are more like, "We're go." It's my way or the highway. And other people are like, "No, I mean, I prefer my way. But if you bring me a better way, I have no problem going your way." You know, I think ego plays a lot into it, like a lot into it. Uh, but you know, it's just um, yeah. I don't know. What's the difference between an aura and a chi? Is there a difference? No fucking idea. This is like, we're talking about the broad spectrum of like vibes and auras. Yeah, you're trying to send a DDoS attack. You're trying to send good vibes. Don't be sending no DOSs, bro. Yeah, you're trying to send a DDoS attack. I'm just trying to find Wi Fi passwords. Don't be sending me denial of service, bro. (laughs) (laughs) That's what a DOS is. Is there a difference? I don't know. I haven't researched it enough. 
Yeah, I have no idea. What does what does chi stand for? However, we can all agree on one thing here, which I think is the second time. Just spread the love, baby. We agree on that. But the human spread the aura, positivity, baby. The human aura is canon. Canon. It's canon, bro. It's canon, bro. All right. All right, guys. I have a question. What? Yes. What's your question? So I've been watching these YouTube videos while I was studying a shit ton, um, and uh, this guy had a t- three-hour-long video, and I would pause it every ten minutes and go through my flashcards and watch it again. And by the way, great way to study. Works really well. Um, but he had a whole basement dedicated to Nintendo freaking collections. Like he had everything from Japan video games to, to like the things they only let, let out in Japan, things they only let out in America, in Australia, you know, in the UK, like all, like, I guess that's considered UK is Australia, right? Or are they different? What are they? Definitely different. They're, this is where you can see how someone can be the top of their class. And still maybe not the smartest guy around. <laughs> hey, it's Is all it, about being the top in your niche. Australia started as an island of prisoners from the UK, but they're definitely How their own the actual now. fuck do you expect me to know that shit, David? <laughs> they started as the prisoners of the UK. Shut the fuck up, David. Jesus Christ. Okay. As I was saying, is these... <laughs> like, this guy, like... Okay, first of all, Nintendo 64... One of the best systems in the world. Yeah, I can't I, believe you went out and bought a, a, an, an N64 controller for the computer yes, for emulators. Yeah, so, I said that offhandedly a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and I you both it. have gone crazy for it. Yeah, yeah we, we've we been digging into the N64 games a little bit. Mm-hmm. And here, like, the thing is, is what? So this guy is loves Nintendo. He, he lives his life in Nintendo. And his room or his basement is like so cool it's really it really is a shit he has everything you know and he has tvs for each different system and like he he brings his friends down there and they play games and they beat one game and they beat it in a week and they just hang out and they drink beers i'm like that that's dope if i could do that that'd be awesome um my question is what would be that thing that you guys would collect like what would you gladly fill your basement with and make it look all cool what's that what's that thing for you guys the 49ers amen I love that. I absolutely that's, adore that's it. That's literally the only thing that, like, don't, I, I love video games. And David and I have often talked about, like, the apart, like, at some point we're going to live together in an apartment and we're going to have all these, like, different game stations all set up to the TV Amen. so we can sit, like, like we've always talked about that for forever, you know? That'd be uh, freaking cool. That'd be fucking sick. And it'd be, I think it'd be cool, like, that concept of everybody getting together and just focusing on beating this one game. You know, we all give it a shot. We all play it, drink beers, hang out, and just try to beat the game. You know, in like every other week or so, we all hang out. I thought that was cool. Yeah, just do that with buddies. You know. Yeah, that, that's a cool idea. Um, mine would definitely be the 49ers. How about what you, D Rod? Would you? Uh, the like, only thing I've ever consistently talked about that I will have in my house is the Star Wars trilogy arcade game. Yep. You want that? Yes. For a while, I also had like the Episode One Racer arcade game, but fun. Time Literally, and time again, fun. Star Wars Trilogy arcade game. You sit down. I had it. I went every year. I used to go to Palm Springs. That was in the arcade there. And I I got so good I could beat it on five quarters. And I said, this is what I'm going to own when I have my own house. Yep. He's been telling me that for forever. It only costs about $1,400 on eBay. Bro, let's get it now. Hey, 
We that's what we, we'll fucking save up for with all our ad money. Yeah, man. This, You're getting this about is, forty years. All the all this ad money, <laughs> this ad revenue we're getting in right now, baby. Take it all for all for you. What would you fill your basement with, Dalton? Lord of the Rings? I don't know. I I, I tried thinking about that and I just couldn't get an answer. I was hoping you guys would give me more down a rabbit hole but you're kind again i feel like you're kind of like me because yeah. even your shelf right now is just it's all the stuff you like yeah i just i don't think you have one passion yeah yeah i don't think i could just do one thing but Bes- I will, besides the 49ers but you know like we at least me matthew grew up with the ps2 the the n64 the gamecube the ps3 so not really the ps1 or the Super Nintendo. You know, we didn't really grow up with those things. At least Matthew grew up with Super Nintendo. I didn't. Yeah, so my mom made me give it away. <laughs> Wait, she made you give it away? Well, you don't remember this? <laughs> Who? Tino. I was always wondering why we never had it, but we had the freaking controller. Tino and Dominic had a friend, and he came over, and there was like, he was going through a lot in his family life or something, and he didn't have like a video gaming console. So my mom came up to me in Dalton, and she's like, hey, Matthew. He has a bad home life, and he doesn't have an escape. He doesn't have anywhere he can go. Would you be willing to give him this Super Nintendo, which now that I think about it, dad bought. Uh, (laughs) I was the wrong person to ask. And she's like, you know, he would really appreciate it. You know, he's had a lot of fun with it. I think he would like it. And you didn't want to. No, of course not. It's my fucking Super uh Nintendo. You were like, no, Mom, I don't want to do that. But we had just gotten the 64. Okay, that so makes sense. I was like, I don't remember the Super Nintendo if at all. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, uh, all right, mom, like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. So I remember we gave it to him, right? And then two weeks later, we go over to their house, and I asked Tina, I'm like, hey, how's so and so doing? Like, is he liking the games? And he goes, I don't know, we're not friends anymore. And I was like, what? And I remember I was so upset. I was like, mom, like. For the record, like, the friends that I've had, like, I've had them for, like, a long time. Like, I still talk to everybody that I've always talked to, you know? And it's, like, like, what do you what do you mean you don't talk to them anymore? And, like, I swear, they have not talked to that person ever. And so there's a Super Nintendo out there that was mine that my parents made me give away. That's so, frustrating, man. But it how, is what it is. But how has it been... How has it been playing these games that you played six years old? Very nostalgic. You know? Bro, and I, now you're playing I, them again. I think I've brought this up on the podcast before. I fucking live off nostalgia, man. I love that shit. It's just nostalgia can taste better. Nostalgia can look better. Nostalgia does not give you like any type of like boundaries. It just is the best for a lot of people. And I think for me, nostalgia is like a good thing. Do you guys want to do the sex first corner? We've been doing sex first corner like every week. What other ones you got? I got fun facts of listeners' towns. This is Fun Facts of Listener's Towns. Fun Facts Listener's Towns. Fun Facts Listener's Towns. Because it's Fun Facts Listener's Towns. I'm trying to look up urban legends about Dublin, Ireland. Dublin. Dublin? You can't defeat the the Irish. Irish. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, we have listeners in Dublin, Ireland. Shouty touty. To Dublin, motherfucking Ireland, Bro. and Lena Yeezus and her husband. Is that who you know is listening? Absolutely, Lena. Yep. What's up, Lena? Lena. What's up, girl? Yep. It's... She she partied with us at a uh, 49ers game. Oh, hey, boo boo. I know she was, you. She was my dad's favorite uh, shot taker. With she him. was so much fun. Oh, she's the great. She's the best. Her husband's super cool too. 
Super cool dude. It's super cool out there. And his I've, name is also Connor. I've actually been I thought you were going to say Lena. Like, <laughs> I was like, two Lenas? <laughs> That's love. Like Connor McGregor. Connor fucking McGregor. And the city looks like L.A., but with a lot more brick to it because it's just oh, older. There's a lot more Irish people in it. <laughs> it's like a lot more redheads. <laughs> Is that considered more Scottish? Like what? Aren't more people from Scotland red, red-haired than... Uh, You're asking the wrong person, my yeah, guy. Yeah, we both have not gone to those places. I've literally been to like four states. And those are all in the Americas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we are part Irish. We are we are part Irish. We're part German and part Scandinavian. Well, Matthew, not really, but me and Dad are. <laughs> oh, oh my God, motherfucking Vikings, yo, Jesus! Beyond Every just... time David does that, it scares the shit out of me. What? When you jerk up? Oh, he's gonna break our couch one day. Oh, we have bets sure on it. He has broken. Who our farted? Couch. I haven't farted yet, guys. We were doing so well, <laughs> and it is all falling apart right now. We're breaking. Right. Oh, guys. we'll focus. We'll focus. We'll focus. Well, beyond like the urban legends I'm looking up right now. What? Did you fart? No, it wasn't me. Dublin has its it own. Has to be you know, Maggie. there's Irish mythology. It's based in Celtic mythology. You're yep. pointing at me. You got something to say? <laughs> Hey, Alpha, I need you to chill the fuck out. <laughs> Make eye contact, bro. Make eye contact. David's going to stand up and look down on me. Okay. No, do you have knowledge about Celtic mythology and stuff no, like that? No, I was blaming you for farting, David. Oh. <laughs> Maybe we should just end this now. No, no, no. No, no, no. Just, I want like, okay, hold on. But actually, like, save all this for, like, the bloopers episode we're going to do at the end of the year. And then just, like. Is David Go. saving stuff for a bloopers episode? I wasn't saving. That's a lot of work, by the way. You think I thought that'd be funny. <laughs> you thought he was gonna do that? <laughs> That's so much work. Why would you give that all to him? This is definitely all staying in. So beyond the urban legends that Dublin has, Ireland just has its own mythology, its own history of the Fae, and they have their own supernatural realm that they believe in there. Really? Yeah. That's that's where fairies come from, changelings come from, we need goblins, to pray to the fairies. <laughs> goblins come from. That's a good show. But no, you know what I realized is a lot of what I love is based off like those cultures. You know? Yeah. They believed in those things at one point, you know, and I'm sure some of them still do. And actually what I what I saw recently, and this is completely off topic and we'll get back right to it, I promise. But what I realized and I researched and it was it told it told me that like uh, uh a good portion of Europe is starting to go back to what you would call the old pagan or Wiccan ways. We watched this together. Did we watch this? Together? Yeah, I was with you. Okay. I, I didn't finish the YouTube. Video, you didn't finish it. <laughs> You're I, like, I, this I, is boring. I was talking to Mitchell about it. And I was like super impressed. And I was like, that's crazy, man. Like people are turning back to, to the old ritualistic styles of worships, uh, worshiping the yep. different types of gods. And it doesn't, it's not all just one God anymore. Religion's crazy, man. But go ahead. What are the, what are these awesome ass facts for Dublin? So Dublin has a bunch of castles. Dublin's one of, like it's peak. Well, do you want to know what me and Matt are gonna do? What me and Matt uh, are gonna make enough money, and we're gonna buy our own castle. We did. We just talked about this. Yeah, there's we, actually a drum castle. You can is, rent it on Airbnb. There's a place called Drum Castle. And if you know me and Dalton well enough, it's like literally the perfect drum castle. Where it's a tower that's slightly big enough 
to be considered a castle. <laughs> it's like it just made it. It just made the requirements. It found the minimum requirements. It just surpassed it to it's, be considered a castle. It's just us in a fucking castle. But yeah, I mean, Matt, I think I told Matt, I was like, I want us to buy a castle. I don't care where, but I want us to own uh, own a castle and be able to be like, okay. Hey, bro, we could buy the castle in Glendora. No, I want like a castle in Europe. No, no, no. But there's, there's a castle in Glendora. Okay. There's like a straight up castle. You drive through this neighborhood and all of a sudden there's a giant castle. That's kind of dope. It's fucking sick. I would totally love to there's live there. There's also in one in Azusa. Really? Mm-hmm. That's cool. We got to live there. Uh, Dublin is actually in the southern part of Ireland. Ireland is actually split into two two parts, not really two halves, but two parts because the northern part is part of um, Scotland, the EU. Yeah, and that's where like uh, John Snow is from. Uh, it's not part of Scotland. Sorry, it's part of the EU. It's not part of Scotland. EU is Europe, the European Union. That's good. So is it just like northern and southern Ireland? Is that how it's split up? No. So the northern part is part of the EU. It's part of the entire organization. So Ireland itself is, is split. Ireland, Southern Ireland is an independent country. But not as not as intense so as like North Korea and so South Korea. They're the Texas of Ireland. Before so Texas. So if you think if you think of the EU Can you explain as, your your wording? Texas was its own st- like country at one if time. You, if you think oh. of the EU as a as a as a country as like the US, I guess, each country in that is a different state. Ireland is not part of that. It's like its own thing. Ireland is like New Zealand. It's like Australia. It's its, it's like own. its own state. Yeah. It runs by itself. Yeah. Got it. It's independent. And that's, that's actually, really cool. That's what all of the, that's what the wars were in. The civil war was in like the nineties and stuff like that. The IRA, the, the Irish Republican army or the, fuck, I should actually get this right before I say anything. The, I, I thought that, uh, wait, isn't the IRA like also, a mob? Am I wrong about Texas? Did they not try and become their own country? Because in point? Sons of Anarchy. Because in Sons of Anarchy, they had the IRA. The Irish Republican Army. Yes, so there's the Irish Republican Army, but then there's also the IRA, which is like a drug government agency. Ran in Ireland. Yes. But they're not called the IRA then. Maybe the IM? The IM? Yep. The Irish Mafia? That's what they're called, the IM. 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 But they, so they still, you know, they still have the belief system of like leprechauns. Leprechauns come from Ireland. They're they're real as shit, and I believe that. But fairies come from Ireland. They're real. Uh, changelings come from Ireland. Real. Goblins come from Ireland. Real. Changelings are wild. If you've ever actually heard, do you know what I've changelings are? Have you seen one? In the forest. What's a changeling? A changeling. So is fairies will come up from. The Fey world, which is like underground, and they will steal human children when they're born, and they replace them with a fairy child, with a Fey child, and then they take the human child with them down, and they raise them as a fairy and in the Fey world, and they leave the one here above ground, and that's where, in olden times, you'd get people like burning babies or drowning babies or, or doing these horrible things to to young ones because they believed that they were changing. They were taken from their real child was taken from them and replaced with this fairy infant. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of, a lot of Irish mythology is very dark and terrible. Yeah. It's like the mostly DC because universe. It, mostly because it, ref- yes, Jesus. <laughs> mostly because it just reflects the societal times of Ireland and that. Yeah. But, um, but isn't that, isn't that type of those type of beliefs or isn't that like big in like 
like uh, German folklore. Yeah. Germanic like tribes folklore. Because yeah. that, that immediately made me think of Krampus. You know, here in America, if you don't... Also, if you're under the age of 12... Stop listening now. Santa's not real, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, you know, it's like it's like if you're not good, you don't get coal, but Krampus comes and takes you away and eats you, yeah. whatever, madness. Uh, you know, but it's just like that's in America we get coal. In Ireland, your child gets stolen and yeah. replaced with a fairy child. It's like two extremes, you know? No, but like the thing is with all that, like that stuff is considered like fairy tales and stuff. But honestly... I will never not believe it until I'm proven otherwise. There's always a reason to believe. I think that shit's cool. And who knows? Who knows? I've never been to Ireland. I've never walked in the forest of Ireland alone. How would I know if that shit's not real? Harvey? Harvey Dent. Harvey the Bunny? Two-Face? Harvey the Bunny. Is a, that is a puka. That's my He's favorite a bad movie. guy. He is Batman. a puka. He's a puka, which he is, is a, a spirit, a mischievous Just spirit. A which six-foot bunny. He comes from Irish He's mythology. Puka? Yes, he does. He's a puka. That's really dope. Have you ever seen I Harvey? I that at all. I don't want to watch the movie ever. But yeah, that's cool. It's actually a pretty good movie. Okay, whatever. I watch it when no, I get to No, we don't want to talk about okay, it. Okay, all right. So. You brought up that dumbass right, right. movie fucking 30 okay. times. All right. I'm only trying to spread good vibes, Matt. Okay. Spread love and positivity, yep. so shut up. Yep. yep. So I wish I wish I'd done more <laughs> before this, but but I mean, we you, you have info to start your research if you want to learn more about Dublin. Yes, go and I look also up. really want to go there. Yeah, it's beautiful. I heard. The Guinness, I've heard I've, the Guinness storehouse is there. There's the Blarney Stone that you can kiss. You know what I'm really, and this isn't part of Ireland anymore, but I really want to go on the trail of Lord of the Rings. That's New Zealand. That's New Zealand. And I want to take that trail and backpack it, whatever the fuck you do. I know you can do that like in a day or whatever, but yeah, that's a goal of mine. That's a That's a bucket list. All right. If you made it this far into the podcast, thank you so much for your time. We really uh-huh. do appreciate it. And as always, go ahead and leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on all of the social media platforms at Drum Podcast. And as always, thank you so much for your time. And until next week, stay safe, stay healthy. I'm Drum. <laughs> Why do you? I'm Drummer. And we'll see you guys next week. Hey, see you guys next week. Everyone have a great night. Sleep tight. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Also, don't let Krampus. Get you in Christmas time. <laughs> and make sure that your babies don't get switched out with some fairies. Don't let babies. your babies get switched out with fairies, okay? All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Nazi baby bird at one point, so. You were a Nazi baby bird? You remember that? What? Are you my mother?